When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Alright, man, man Ike Jones here. Paul Harry, Kenny B. Uh, guys, the SEC not doing great in the bowls so far this season. Um, I really thought Arkansas was about to blow theirs, but we'll we'll talk more about the Arkansas game mm. in just a minute. But but overall, how do you, how are you guys feeling about you know we've already talked about Florida and, and what they did in the bowl game. Yeah. Auburn has nothing to contribute to this um, situation, but just the SEC in the bowls so far. What's who's been the most disappointing thus far, and uh, who has been the team that has impressed so far in the bowls? We're talking just SEC or everything? Just SEC, yeah. So just SEC, most disappointing right now is Ole Miss uh, losing to Texas Tech. But, I mean, you look at it, right now I think SEC is one and three. So Arkansas is the only win. Missouri Arkansas almost blew it. Barely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So right now, you know, as a production, they are one and three. you get South Carolina against Notre Dame. That that's a tough matchup for South Carolina. They might be one and four SEC. Then you got Tennessee and Clemson. Man, hold hold up a second. You might be one and five. Yeah, yeah. And then you better hope Bama on uh, BKC against Kansas State comes to actually want to play that game because they could be completely unmotivated playing. Also, game. what's um, what's Bryce Young and Will Anderson? Why are they playing in that game? What? Uh, uh, probably got a little bonus in there. I, <laughs> yeah, I have no. I mean, it doesn't make a ton of sense uh, from a business standpoint for them to go out there and play in that game. But they said they wanted to finish it off with their team. Who was it that was uh, it? hurt himself last year? The quarterback. Who am I missing? There's a quarterback that went out there and like tore his tore something uh, from Auburn. Um, wasn't the Auburn, Auburn guy? No, no. no um, uh, I can't. Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Corral. Oh, yeah. yeah. Matt, Corral. Matt Corral was like supposed to be a, a semi-high draft pick or close to it, right? And uh, went out there and tore his leg up, I think, or something. I can't remember. But, 
you definitely don't want to see that with Bryce Young and Anderson. Hey, props to them for playing, though. But at the same time, you're yeah. playing Kansas State. Right. Uh, and I mean, it, I, it doesn't it doesn't help their draft stock at all. Like, they're going to be where they were going to be, whether they played in this game or not. Uh, yeah. I don't see a, a ton of reason for them to do it, you know. Yeah, maybe somebody threw them an additional check or something. I don't know what happened out there, but you would have to think, right, Kenny? Because I mean, they're they're not going to improve their drafts. No, no GM is going to be like, you know what? I really need to see before I draft Will Anderson. I need to see him go up against Kansas State, right? New Year's Eve. Yeah, there's there's no positive that can come from them playing. <laughs> um, and with how opt outs, it doesn't hurt you on the draft stat and the, the draft status. Like we've seen it for the last four or five years. Guys who sit out still go to the top teams. Which we thought when it first happened, we were like, yo, right. you opting out. You, that ain't the a good competitiveness look. Right. It, they it, don't even care. Now, now, four or five years later, like you said, Kenny, we're looking at it like, why are you not opting out? I, if, look, <laughs> the NFL is probably like, hey, man, tell him to sit out. <laughs> like, we don't even want you to risk it. Like, imagine the Lions, with, you know, with uh, Jameson Williams, you know what I'm saying? The, for, yeah. the whole season. You know, so it's like, yeah, man, those two guys, your top 10 picks, both of you guys, realistically, there's nothing you can do that's going to make your draft stock higher. Absolutely nothing. And if you get hurt, sure, a team might take a risk pick on a, late in the first, maybe. Oh, no, know, they'll definitely early. take one for Will Anderson, but Bryce Young, you get hurt. I was about to say, Will man. Anderson, maybe, but Bryce Young, if he gets hurt, he's done. Like, he's like a, a fifth round or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about sliding. Bryce Young tears his ACL against Kansas State. That man is losing millions. Doesn't matter what type of check was dropped off at Christmas time for him to play in his yeah. game. Yeah. So I know we got a little off topic there, but it's just nah, it's, not it's, making any, it, it any doesn't make a ton of sense. But yeah, I mean, we're just projecting forward what the SEC record could potentially be. Right. But, uh, and I mean, so I'm at one and five. Alabama, I think they win. So uh, you guys agree with that? So two and five? Like I said, it just depends on how motivated they are when they come yeah. into the game. But, so I, yeah. Okay. So, so I think Tennessee or Alabama could win. I'm not going to take both of them. So we're at two and five. Then yeah. you got Kentucky, Iowa. I mean, is Will Levis playing in that game? I don't uh, believe so. I doubt it. So, and Iowa's terrible. So let's go, let's say Kentucky wins at three and five. Then you got Georgia, Ohio State. Georgia probably take that one, four and five. Miss State and Illinois. Uh, anybody's guess there, bud? That's in the Liaquist Bowl. I mean, I'm assuming Mississippi State still runs the same offense. They're not going to switch offenses in this short amount of time. But okay, like, you're right. You're right. So that they're gonna they're gonna be motivated. They're winning that game. They're winning that game. Yeah. It's five and five, and then your last hope to come out above 500 is LSU over Purdue, which we just saw Keyshawn uh, boot, Boutte. Butt, booty, booty, booty. Excuse me, it was Boutte. Booty. It's now yeah. Booty. Yeah, booty, Keyshawn booty, 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 booty. Uh, who said that he was coming back is now not coming back. Uh, so. <laughs> There's a very real chance. There's a very real chance the SEC goes under 500 in their bowl games. Yeah, that's, and it's, it's funny because they uh they posted the I guess the timestamps of when he said he's coming back, and then uh, it was Jaden Daniels said that he's coming back, and then he's like, you know what, I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Never mind. <laughs> oh, that guy's coming back. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go there. Yeah, I have a question for you guys, right? Because I'm in a couple group chats and me being a Florida guy, you know, I have to defend the SEC, you know, against, you know, Big Ten, ACC guys. I think last year bowl games was a little iffy for SEC as well. 
we know the SEC has produces the champion, right? Right. We're, we're top heavy. We Bama, mm-hmm. UGA, you know, LSU, Florida, you know, throughout the last 20 years. But other oh, than hey, that, hey, 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 throw my, throw my man Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. I was yeah, about to say, okay, I, I, I was, I was okay. gonna let it slide. You know, yeah. he went back twenty years. I was like, hold yeah, on, you gotta said, put yeah, us in there when you go that yeah, far back. back. Yeah. Look, I got, I got to do it so I can put us in. Um, <laughs> but does, does the dominance for the SEC is it a little shaky? You know, in the sense of when it gets to these bowl games, man, it's like you know we tend not to look so hot. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. The SEC definitely is not nearly as dominant as it has been from top to the top to bottom. I think the issue, though, is that these SEC schools, man, they don't show up to these bowl games motivated, bro. Like they're they're in there like because you have so many pro caliber players playing for the SEC schools. A lot of them aren't playing in the bowl games. They're just like, eh. And then these other teams, they're coming here and they're like, oh, we get to show our, our strength against the SEC. And they want to come out here all flexing and everything and sec's like eh, all right i mean it's not for a natty why do i even care about this i think i think that i think you hit the nail on the head right there Ike. like can like for the sugar bowl for instance and this is the sugar bowl this is a really good bowl this is a new year's six bowl right tell me just based off of preseason expectations who's going to be ready to go in this game more kansas state or alabama i'll answer that for you ike kansas state uh without Easily. a doubt yeah yeah with, with, with no doubt whatsoever like you think that they're not going to be pumped? Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl, their fans are making a special trip down to New Orleans for that. Alabama fans are like, look, man, it's championship or bust. And I think that's what a lot of these teams... I mean, Bama fans will show up just because they're going to want to go to New Orleans, but... Yeah, but I mean, I think I think just with a lot of these teams, man, they, they have this championship or bust mentality. And when it busts, the buy-in from the, from the players just kind of goes away. Yeah, that's why the yeah. the whole Will Anderson and uh, and uh, what you call it plan is so crazy because it's just like, really, y'all y'all are seriously playing in this game? You have nothing to gain. So, I mean, who are uh, Travion Henderson, the running back for Ohio State? I think right. could potentially that's- playing in this game uh, against Georgia and was like, nah, I'm gonna get ready for next year. W- what do you mean? Right. That's that was that's even more crazy. Not not yeah. playing for a Natty is. I don't even understand. I don't understand that fundamentally, but uh, I didn't think we would get to that point. Right. Yeah. Like right. I've, I wondered where the bowls would stop and like kids would be like, Oh, I want to play in that game. And I thought maybe like new year six, you know, sugar bowl, cotton bowl, rose bowl. I think, I think citrus bowl is a new year's six game. Is it? I don't know. Orange bowl, Orange, whatever. Yeah. Um, those games. I was like, yeah, th- those kids will want to get up for that college football playoff game. Right. And and you shutting it down? Bro, it's not a good look. And especially with Mayan Williams, Ohio State's other running back, uh, game time decision right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're just hurting your team. But yeah, I, I think that through all of it, man, if we going back to the original topic, I think the SEC might be lucky to go six and five, man. And it it's it's not great. It's yeah, not but, great. But to to the question you were asking, Kenny, like I still think the SEC is the best conference, hands down, when you talk about the number of talented players that are going to the NFL and the championship or bust mentality for the conference overall. Um, but it's just not the same with the way the bowl structure is set up for, like, back when there was a debate as to whether or not a team should have been in the national championship game because they were 
the hot team down the stretch. Like, think about that Georgia team, right? Um, what was it? The Noshawn Moreno Georgia yeah. team, right? That easily down the stretch of that season was the best team in college football, right? But because yeah. they lost some games earlier in the season, they had no shot of playing for the national championship. But they were destroying everybody down the stretch in the season, like not even close. Um, and so they had something to prove when they went out to a bowl game to say, we really are that good. We're going to who, who, whoever you want to on this field, we're going to destroy them. Right. And that's just the, the mentality that they had because um, they wanted to make a statement. There's no there's no statements to be made in the era of the college football playoff. You don't make the playoff. Who cares? Now, it's going to be changing soon, so we have two years yeah. to get ready for this. But what happens once they expand to a 12-team playoff? I mean, yeah, we had this. So, for instance, right now, the Cheez-It Bowl between Florida State and Oklahoma, two powerhouse teams playing the Cheez-It Bowl, but right. they're, they're not great. Yeah. And what happens to that bowl game? I mean, once you go to 12, if you can't get into 12, like – Kids check out, man. I don't know if you guys watched the, the new Last Chance U basketball. I love, I love Last Chance U, man. They had a new basketball series come out. You watch it, like? I haven't watched mm-hmm. it now. But well, it's a new it? the the it's, yeah, it's a new season, uh, season two. Yeah, season yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, you can really if if you want to see what goes on in the locker room. And now these are again Last Chance U kids. These are a JUCO. You know, it's a little bit different, but it's still the same type atmosphere in a college locker room. Go watch that show and watch how easily they can check out. Yeah. Because of you know mental things, or they're not playing, not getting the minutes. You you really want to tell a team, hey man, it's championship or bust. And guess what? It might we don't have to get to the championship because we can just be one of those twelve teams, guys. Keep busting it, keep busting it, and then they lose a heartbreaker. And now you're telling them, hey guys, we're playing the Cheez It Bowl. Right. Like, these, these kids not going to buy in anymore, man. Nah. Yeah, they, man. What they, do you they, do with these like, other bowls? The the chance to go to a bowl game, if, if it's not like a, a city that they really want to go hang out in, or even worse, if it is a city they want to go hang out in, they're not yeah. paying attention to what's going on, you know, game preparation, all that kind of thing. They're just there to to, to get the free trip and the swag, and uh, that's really all that they're caring about that yeah. entire time. But your um, swag, Ike, is going to have Cheez-Its on it, bro. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you go into the Cheez-It Bowl. You go into, like, the ramen noodle first responders bowl, the yeah, Camilla they, Bowl. Yeah. It's nothing bowl. cool about It doesn't cool about saying I'm going to the Cheez-It Bowl. Nah. Nah. Nah, you nah. just immediately feel like you, it is the dumbest bowl ever as soon as you, like, I saw you get that invitation right? and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'll get the yeah. dumping with Cheez-Its. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw something, guys, and it, this ties into the Bulls because we're just so heavy into bowl season right now. I want to get both of your opinions on it. And I don't know who said it. Uh, somebody that runs one of these bowls maybe said, hey, instead of paying these schools to come to these bowl games, why don't we pay these kids? So instead of paying a school, you know, $2 million or whatever to show up uh, at the Cheez-It Bowl, we pay the school like a million and then we break off a million to the 85 scholarship kids. Now that, that will want kids to come play because you've already opened up this Pandora's box, which we talked about last show about NIL. And once you open this up to a 12 team playoff, then you're re- like these bowls that come on, but that are not in the playoff. Nobody's going to care about not even fans really, but you put a mill on the line. Like to the winning team gets a mill divided amongst all of them. 
Now I mean, it's like, whoa. That, that definitely go. would be more interesting. It's not super, but I don't know that that becomes more interesting for the top tier players that are already yeah, getting fat checks. I was just thinking that. But the guys on the bottom end of the roster. Yeah, but who, you want to help your boys out, though. Like, yeah, you're getting paid, but like, maybe, you know, may, you? maybe I want to help them out. But like, if I'm right, going to bro, the league next year. Okay, 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 but okay, you, you're taking those kids out. Those kids are leaving regardless. Like, for sure. I mean, you're talking about the motivation to actually play well in the game or come down. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I I, I like that idea better. I'm actually surprised that there aren't more NIL deals floating around these bowl games because you have a sponsor that's directly there. Like, why are they not pumping some money in some star player's pocket to come do a press run or something? I don't don't know why they're not doing that. Or or you can do it to where um, the winning team gets – you know how the coach gets a bonus for that bowl game. The players may get that bonus. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what so I'm make saying. Them yeah. Play because if you just give it, like you say, you give it to them just for going. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can give money for going, but like, so let's say it is a million dollars, right? Like, let's just say like two fifty goes to the losers, and sitting the other seven fifty goes to the winning team. You telling you're telling me, Kenny, that you wouldn't go out there and play a little bit harder, knowing that instead of making five grand, you could make fifteen, twenty. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, the million divided by the 85 came to about 11, seven, 11, yeah, you already did the math, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So, so that, there that you guy, go. that guy that's talking about hitting the portal, he just might wait. You might or, 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 or you <laughs> yeah. might oh. be like, hey, bro, go ahead and leave, bro. Now we at 84. Yeah, that's, I'm about to say now, portal season too. gets definitely gets real different when you're talking about putting a game check on the line for it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. way different. That's way different because if you still got eligibility left, you're like, now nah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go slide to this bowl game real quick and get this check. <laughs> I'll holler at you guys in two weeks, right? Because that's what Taraja Mitchell's doing. Like he already hit the portal, but I guess for some rule or whatever, that he's allowed to play with Ohio State. Grayson McCall did it. Grayson McCall, yeah, Grayson yeah, McCall was yeah. in the portal and played in his and bowl their game. center, their center and their quarterback was in the in the portal, and this, their center had already committed to another school. The the Coastal Carolina Center had already committed to another school and was snapping the ball to Grayson McCall. Bro, I tell you right now, if I'm the O-line coach for whatever school he committed to, I'm calling him and be like, you are not playing in that game. You want to come to our school? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You want to get hurt? I mean, shoot, Grayson McCall landed on his head during bro. that game. Bro, I was yeah. like, your, your, your prospects probably just went down the tube a little bit there for you, guy. Yeah. yeah but I, I think – like we we couldn't really come up with the NIL solution last show. I think we we came to a solid solution for this one that we, everybody could get behind. Let's let's pay a little money to these kids, man, and and let's yeah, let's and watch I, a fun game. That that might actually change motivations too. Like end of the season bowl eligibility stuff, right? Like if oh, it's yeah. a check on the line for it, it's like nah, we getting the six wins, fam. Like we're winning, yeah. we're winning six games this year if we don't do nothing else. And, and the bigger think, the bowl, the bigger the check. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't think uh, like if guys aren't bought in to the program, the the coaches would love it because now you're going to see who's really the leaders on your team because they're going to be like, yo, get out of here, bro. Like you're, t- right. you're, you're bunching up into the, the lump sum here, get out of here. You ain't good. And so like, now you find your leaders for next year based off of it. I mean, it's a win-win man. I think, yeah. it's, you know, let's, and let's like, like Kenny said, the, the bigger the bowl, the bigger the check, man. And so, right. I think it'd be, I, I, it's definitely an interesting that. proposition. Again, I don't know why um, the, the guys who are sponsoring these bowls, aren't figuring this out because it's legal now right because nil exists you can do some sort of things right now where you can make some sort the only thing is you know you can't put the compensation on 
how they play, but like just showing up to the bowl and giving them sponsorships for it. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's no reason why you shouldn't yeah. put your swag all over the place. Yeah. I see I see where you're going with that. Yeah, you can't really entice you can't like pay for play really, but I don't know. It, like, like your prize, like part of the gift bag. Like you're giving these kids <laughs> watches and every you're giving these kids all this stuff for free. Yeah. You're giving the coach an extra 750k just for making a bowl, and then he wins it, he gets another 750k. It's like you can give these kids something you can be like, are this pool of money, like you don't have to sugarcoat it anymore. But like, hey, you guys made it part of your, your reward for winning the trophy and this pool of money per this bowl. Uh, goes so towards your goes it, towards your scholarships. Well, no, it should go to your NIL collective, right? So your collective yes. gets a check, and that 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 collective can distribute that check how they choose. And there right? you go, boom. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now we see. We just worked through it in less than thirty seconds. Yeah, we found a way around it. But the collective better get put us on the phone with somebody. Money to that football team. Yeah, yeah, not to not to like Don't give the it to the swimmer team. The, yeah, the lacrosse team gets an extra right. five hundred dollars uh, in their uh, stockings uh, for uh, Christmas. Buddy. Now nah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Nah. Um, but no, nah, I think, yeah, money to the NIL collectors would be something that that'd be a solution to be able to let them redistribute it how they want to to their kids. Right. Like, so that makes a lot of sense to me. Man. Once you go to 12 teams, like it's these, these, yeah, no, I don't, are, uh, people done. are trying to all over social media. You're seeing, I've seen people who are in sports world talk about, you're telling me these bowl games don't mean a lot to these kids. Look at the excitement on the sideline. Everybody likes winning, right? Nobody's out right. there doesn't want to win. So they're going to play hard if they showed up. The problem is, how many kids are you getting to show up? Right. And, yeah. The kids that those, are playing kids are going to be show there. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying who's going to show up that are the top tier talent from a team that has no shot at winning a title. Yep. Not very many. If you're not playing for an increased spot for draftability. So you can, you know, again, you want to look what I did against this sec team. If you're a Kansas state, right? Like you're, what's the kid's name? Deuce, Deuce uh, Vaughn. Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. He rips off 150 yards against Bama. They're going to be like, Oh, yeah. look, Oh, look yeah. at the tape of him playing against Bama. And now all of a sudden his draft stock goes through the roof. But I mean, if you're not one of those kids, that ball game don't mean nothing to you, man. Yeah, man. It doesn't mean anything. it doesn't. And unfortunately it has a, it's selfish because, I mean, it's the selfish thing people used to talk about it, but I understand nobody's giving you that 20 mil signing bonus that you just missed because you tore your knee up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's going to say, hey, man, you know what? Thanks for sticking by us here at Bama. We're going to come up together and give you 20 mil that you missed out. No, no, yeah, not they're not. They're gonna be like, oh, good. Will luck. Anderson going for an additional sack and blowing out his ACL in that game is not going to do anything. B- Bama fans aren't gonna all of a sudden be like, we feel bad for Will. Yeah, yeah sort of uh, GoFundMe. Like, nah, come yeah, on, bro. It's not gonna happen. All right. So bowl season so far been disappointing for the SEC. On the other side of the break, we are gonna jump in and we're gonna drill down specifically on one SEC coach who's looking a little shaky out here. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more after this break. You guys are listening to the Amen Corner Pod. All right, guys. He was rumored to come to Auburn, finish the season limping, got an extension on his contract. We talked about this when he was when the the, the Auburn job rumors, and we said then he felt a little overpaid. But uh, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss terrible they looked (laughs) terrible out there in their bowl game what do you 
is Lane Kiffin going to start his next season on the? I mean, look at what look at where he's closing right now in the early, um, in, in the early day. signing day recruiting. Right, look how he finished his season, and he got a contract extension. All the turmoil of is he going to leave and go to Auburn? Fans were kicking. Oh well, well, fine if he wants to go to. I mean, listen, I've watched Ole Miss message boards, Ole Miss Twitter go nuts and tell them, fine, take him. We don't want him anymore. And when they got him back, they're like, aha, we you got you guys thought you were going to take our coach, and now all of a sudden they're like, we paid you extra money for you to do this. Is he going to start the season on the hot seat after just getting an extension? Nine million. Uh, no. Go ahead, Ken. No, I, I don't think he'll start on the hot seat, but let him stumble to midseason and have lost, you know, three games. Then it's going to be a problem. You know, if, if he doesn't win 10 games next year, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, geez, I just, oh my goodness. Sorry, guys. I just got shell shocked. I looked at his recruiting class for 2023. Yeah. Can you guys, uh, you might know Ike. Can you might not? Where's his team rank in the recruiting rankings overall? Thirty six. Fifty first. I was about to Ryan. say he's <laughs> no one. There are fifty teams better than Ole Miss. Uh, oh, I'm looking at wow. the it. They got yeah. bro. They got twelve. They only have twelve commits. Yep. Yo, what? Yeah, that's what. That's again. It, it, it's a crazy situation to think you just gave this guy an extension. He's making $9 million a year right now. Nine mil for the 50th ranked recruiting class and 12 commits, and you just little game 42 to 25. Yeah. I mean, after, I don't after your portal last year. So you had the players. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he, if he ends up on the hot seat day one, because now with, the way these buyouts are on these contracts, man, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. So you, I don't even know what his buyout is on this one. Let's see. Let's see. Six years could roll over to seven, averaging nine mil a year. So that's what? 54 million, 63 million. I bet his buyout's close to like 35. Uh, I mean, it, it, Ole Miss, I don't know if they have that type of money uh, to get rid of him. And I don't know if they could find somebody better than him, too, at the same no. time. So you're kind of in this stuck. lane purgatory if you will like you just hope he gets better but it's rough yeah if he comes out next season and and wins like seven or eight games uh he can start the season next year looking at their schedule they start off with mercer Tulane, georgia tech then they go to bama then they play lsu and arkansas at home you can easily be three and three Hmm. oh yeah yeah, I mean, Tulane <laughs> might give you a run for your money right there. I don't know if you're counting that yeah. as a win or a loss. I'll count as a loss, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tulane could give them a run for their money. Arkansas Ooh. always plays hard, even though we, we're going to talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, they tried to shoot themselves <laughs> in the foot on that. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some questions around Lane Kiffin. But at the same time, you know, you you kind of have to buy into it if you're Ole Miss. You have to at this point. He – he played you like a fiddle, man. He played you good. Uh, every time. But, oh, but the thing is, shout out to Jimmy Sexton, man. Oh, man. Jimmy, Jimmy Sexton, Sexton is, the, is out is here. True puppet, OG, man. puppet master supreme. Yeah. Just making all these people all kinds of money and 
sitting back. <laughs> Good lord, man! If you if you're not being represented by Jimmy Sexton and you're an SEC coach, you are not you're not living life right. I don't think. Do you know how crazy it is? Like when uh, does Jimmy Sexton uh, represent Hugh Freeze too? Do you know? Yes. Okay, so Jimmy Sexton. So if you're Auburn, right, and you're like, all right, I got to call the agent for Lane Kiffin, and you call Jimmy Sexton, and then you're like, all right, well, I got to. All right, all right, good talking to you, Jimmy. All right, hey guys, we got to call the uh, agent for Hugh Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jimmy, what's going on, man? Right. Uh, Want to talk about another guy? You got like you would talk about a monopoly. Amazon's got a monopoly. Jimmy yeah. Sexton has monopoly on coaches. Yeah. Like he absolutely does. And so, it's ridiculous. so. So from your perspective, I, I, I think the reason that you are wanting to dive into Lane Kippen so much, and I don't want to put words in your mouth because that makes us both look bad, but I think <laughs> what you're trying to say is Auburn dodged a bullet here. Is that what I'm hearing? You know, it's, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I've never been high on Lane Kiffin. I was accepting of the fact it was like, all right, well, maybe we can release him for a couple of years and then, you know, get on to somebody else. But you he, here's the bullet that Auburn dodged. Not that Lane Kiffin's not a good coach. This has always been my beef with Lane Kiffin, and he did it again in this bowl game. Why does he keep going for it on fourth down at the stupidest times? I, I think he, he had fourth the- down at his own like 26 or something like that in the mm-hmm. second quarter yeah. and went for it on a <laughs> fake punt. I was just like, why do you, why do you do this? Why do you keep doing this to your teams? And he does it multiple times a year. Is it because he doesn't care about the bowl, Kenny? <laughs> hey, man, he I think regular he gotta, just does it. He just does you gotta it. You got to shake that uh, saving stuff off, Ken, because Kirby did it too. Kirby used to do it back in the day, go for it on fourth. It's like, I don't know what these coaches, they're they just too smart for their own good, man. Like I don't care what that little sheet told you that you do on the analytics of this is a good opportunity. Like, stop doing stupid stuff. It was way too early in the game for him to be going for it on fourth down in his own territory, bro. It was just like, I have no idea what we're doing right now. Maybe he took a page out of that uh, dude that popped up on ESPN like three or four years ago, the coach that never punts. You ever see that guy? <laughs> yeah. The high school coach. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he, he never punted. And then, like, he went by kicks. Yeah, and then he went off and uh, – he got a job at like a small college and did pretty well. And then for some reason, like the next year just stunk it up. And then like, he finally punted the ball and it was like national news. So maybe he's, maybe he's, maybe he called that guy up and was like, Hey man, what's this no punt thing? Let me t- talk to me about that. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you, you <laughs> lose to Texas tech who, you know, granted, I think they won their last four games, including the bowl, but you're old miss. Like you're supposed to, you got Jackson Dart, you got Zach Evans, like you got some transfers in, you know? Yeah, yeah man. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to be shining. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't keep up with it, but I don't even know if Ole Miss had any opt-outs for this game. Like I think that they went into this nah, game. Nah, so they had they had uh their quarterback, they had Zach Evans play. Judkins uh, was there. Judkins was there, yeah. Their defense looks like it was pretty full of guys that I've never heard of before. Not I do recruiting for a living. Um that's not great. So, uh, so I mean, but problem with this, so just looking to the stats on this, if you don't even dive into the game, they have 558 total yards. Yeah. Texas Tech had 484. They beat them on total yards, but Texas hey. Tech rushed for 242 yards. That's a Dan and Mellon. That was but, a Dan Mellon. But you know what? That's been their issue the entire season is they can't stop anybody from running the ball. They yeah. can't stop anybody from running the football. Fourth down, oh, fourth down efficiency. So how many times y'all think Lane went for it in that game? 
Three. At least three. Yeah. Seven. He went for yeah, it seven times. This is what seven I'm talking times. about. Seven <laughs> times. Seven times on fourth down, he converted two of them. Texas Tech, oh on the other hand, went, Texas Tech, on the other hand, went for it six times, converted five of them. So they were they at least played it right. But I guarantee you it was like fourth seven. and like two or three, and Lane was going they, for it. On and like they probably lined up in goal line or some <laughs> short yardage pack right. and did it. Two for seven. So you have five turnovers on downs, bro. That's going to – like, yeah. That's going to kill your team. That, that's what I – that is the thing that frustrates me the absolute most about Lane Kiffin. Every time I've watched – his team's play is the inexplicable fourth down decisions that he makes. And he puts his team in bad situations way too often or leaves points on the board. It's just like, bro, kick the field goal. What are we doing right now? Lane Kiffin thinks he can outscore whoever he plays against. He here's the crazy, that nice. Here's the crazy part about it, guys. Their punter only punted it one time yesterday. Only one punt. Mississippi, Ole Miss – Gave up the ball five times on downs, two fumbles, and three interceptions. So ten turnovers, basically, with one pun- – they only punted it one time, and they Crazy. lost by 17. I mean, it, like – said, my, my check cleared. I got my yeah. <laughs> yeah, he posted that picture on Twitter of, like, his new shoes and stuff for the game and his fits and stuff like that. He's like, check clear, we good. Man. One of the most entertaining head coaches in the nation. If you want a storylines and entertainment, oh, Lane's yeah. your guy. If you want a, a well-run program, Lane's not your guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, two for seven, bro. I would be pulling my hair out if I was if I was watching that game, man. Because like your but, offense, but I, I don't, I could, I don't know ball. if I could, I could sit through a whole season of Lane Kiffin, bro. I just don't nah. know if I could do it. No, nah, I don't think I could either. I mean, it would be fun. Like, like Kenny said, like you lines, like it would be cool for like the first six weeks, you know, like his little antics and like what yeah. he says and stuff. He's like, all right, man, I can kind of buy into this. And then like after you lose to three or four of your rivals, you're like, bro, <laughs> what is this guy Especially doing? Especially in the, in the manner in which you're going to lose, right? Yeah. Like, it's he's not gonna, like the team's bad. Yeah. He, he's going to give away the game on some stupid stuff and he's going to, Go for it on fourth downs at some point in time when you didn't need to, and you're going to lose the game by, like, four points, and you're going to look back at that stupid fourth down he went for from his own 15, and you're going to be like, what the hell are we doing? Yep, right. Because yeah. Ole, I mean, Ole Miss was a squad in the West before LSU kind of, you know, took started going crazy. But remember, Ole Miss was, was rolling. Yeah, but they 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 actually the back half of the season they actually had to play teams with talent, and as soon yep. as they ran into some talented teams, it was like, oh well, maybe they're not that good. But Old, old Miss um, was definitely fool's gold because, like, I was like, yo, they they look like a, a yeah, squad. Yeah. Like, I was buying they into did. them. I was but, I mean, but, as you can lane. see, they could put up points, they can put oh, up yeah. yardage, like they could do yeah. it. But they just they they just for whatever reason, number one, that defense couldn't stop the run, and Lane Kiffin can't get out of his own way. And instead, they end up in the Texas Bowl playing Texas Tech, who was seven and five before this game. Mm, crazy man, hiring him was Tough. like hiring Mullen. Tough <laughs> to tell people you get the same exact thing. A lot of points, points now, bad now, yards, bad recruiting. Speaking of, speaking of bowls, though, real quick before we, we get off the topic of bowls, you think Q Free is taking Auburn to a bowl first year? Oh, like, that's a, a quarterback. I gotta see. I gotta see what the quarterback play is gonna be like. That's really gonna be the key to it, man. If you get a quarterback who can do the things that Hugh Freeze wants to do with that offense, then absolutely they can score enough points to win seven, eight games. 
Yeah. What about you, guys? Going to like you said, it's, I think it's that quarterback, that offense. They look real good at Liberty. I don't know if it's, it's going to look real good with Bam on the other side <laughs> hitting them guys. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying they're going to be a national no. championship team, but they could win seven games. Yeah, yeah think yeah, about it. You're going to get you get three essentially every year against Cupcakes, right? Supposed and then to. you get to you're play. To, you're, you 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 supposed to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm to. saying, but you get three gifts yeah. every year from a talent perspective, right? And then you're going to get one or two teams in the West that are going to slip off and not be that good, right? Like, is Ole Miss going to come back and be good? Is Arkansas going to drop off of a cliff, right? And so you can sneak a couple of those games, and then you go and you win one more game to get to six that you're probably not supposed to. That's doable. I don't know if they're going to do it, but again, if the quarterback is there, you got to have the who's QB it? that can make it run. Who's who's the Auburn's quarterback for the future right now? Right now, it's going to be Robbie Ashford again because we haven't gotten a transfer in. And I mean, Holden Garner is in the backup seat right now, but he barely played at all last year. Our crossover game in the East is Vanderbilt, so so yeah. we got a chance to get to six wins. I, I I just vaguely remember, and and you know, folks that are listening, they can maybe go back. We had a talk, I think, preseason, and I asked everybody on the war report mm-hmm. about Auburn, and you guys all said they were making a bowl this year, and I think I, I said did. No. I I thought with one hundred percent that that team was going to win like seven yeah. or eight games last year. Yeah, and I was like, not so fast. I was yeah. pretty sure I was not so fast. I got hated on, and uh, look at us now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, y'all can't see it, but Kenny is cutting his beard with scissors, kitchen scissors right now. So look at, look at us now. Look at us now. I'm not cutting it, just kind of combing through. Hey, man, the people, the people, some, when you're not on video, you know, you can get away with a few things. Yeah, you <laughs> sure can. Hey, hey uh, before we go to the next topic, I, we got one week, one week, one week, less than one week till Jerry's World for KB. Yeah. The how's, that, how's that ankle feeling? I was about to say, has your rehab man. going well? I got that thing braced up after this. I'm putting a nice ice pack. I'm going on there, man. I was on the tippy toes today. I was going up and down the tippy okay. toes, stretching out, stretching out the, the Achilles and all that stuff. So all that, the whole unit, I think I'll be good by next Thursday. Either way, I even if I have to get on the field, I play. I'm going to be between them head, between them lines, and I'm hitting something on Jerry Field. I don't care. Okay. It could be one play. I'm hitting something. Have you text coach and said I'm ready? No, I told him today, I was like, hey, man, uh, I'm, I'm trying my best to be there for Thursday. Prepare for me not to be there uh, to play, but I'm going to be there. So hopefully I don't have to worry about starting and I can just like get in where I fit in, like a couple plays, boom, boom, boom. And that's all I need, man. You know, take some take some videos from the sideline. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> we got, our, we got our, uh, our team fits, you know what I'm saying? We're going to walk in that thing clean. Oh Lord, yeah. I, I, I am I am looking forward to seeing how this plays out, bro. Like I just I, I'm I wish there was a live stream, bro. I really Boy, I wish it was too. I asked I asked and they were like, no, we don't have one. So I was like, all right, man, because it's a lot of people that want to watch. If I can, if I my new helmet gets here in time, oh, I'll yeah, be able to put pro. my face mask. Yeah, I'll be able to put the camera in my face mask. The one I'm using now that the it's the. You know, it's the, it's the nice, pretty face mask, but the holes, it ain't going to work. But if I get the, the new helmet in time, I have that joint set up right there, man. You get some first-person view in them trenches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, crazy, man. man. I'm looking forward to it, man. I hope, hopefully, man, your ankle will do well enough for you, like I said, to get in there and then uh, at least hit, hit at ah, one time. Yeah, one, one time. time. 
Yeah, the, the team they were scout they were scouting this last week, man. They came out to the joint to the game and they was they were scouting. There's a couple of guys from the other team. They was like, all right, man, we'll see y'all. I was like, don't worry about it. One guy tripping on Facebook for to me for some reason. I'm like, ah, who am I? <laughs> but he wants to talk to me. That's cool. I was like, my number, my number 52, if you want to find me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm in trenches. See about it. I ain't hard hey. to find. In the, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, like, hey, like prime. I ain't hard to find, baby. <laughs> hey, speaking of Louis luggage, guys, we did uh, the. Great uh, <laughs> 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 segue. Yeah, thank you. Um, we did the media availability for the, all the Georgia players today. All the freshmen got to be interviewed because Kirby hasn't let them be interviewed. And uh, I'm sitting there talking to Marvin Jones Jr., five-star kid, defensive end, edge rusher for the dogs. And uh, Jalen Walker sitting next to him, a high four-star uh, freshman linebacker. And he's got two Louie bags on him, bro. He's pulling chapstick out of one. And I'm like, yo, Marvin, you going to let him up you like that? He's got two Louis bags. And Marvin just points, and I didn't even see it sitting right next to me. He's got a Louis messenger bag. You, Bro, I looked that thing up. It's $2,700. Yeah. I said NIL treating them boys real nice. It's real it's nice. different. Already? Some boys ain't even crack nothing yet. Real nice. Yeah. I'm telling it's, you. It's a different the world they're living in now. Yeah. Different world the, we living in now. He man. had the Louis Messenger bag. I'm telling you, thing looked real nice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't drop 2,700 on it, but it, I'm telling you right now, NIL is real, folks. That's all I'm saying. I didn't know how real it was because I follow some Gator players on Instagram, and it was a backup D tackle. It was like a backup D tackle and a backup tight end. They were going to their cars, and it was just Ferraris. Porsches, the, <laughs> like the the um, scat packs. I was like, "Yo, the backups are getting this." Yeah, like I knew, I knew. Um, what's we call AR? They had a boat party for his birthday. You know, they on boats. Everybody chained up. They came with the grills in, all diamond VVSs. Just, I said, "Oh, this NFL is different." They, yeah. they really getting it. Yeah, they showed yeah, up with they, they shoot up. So they showed up with Louis bags today, man. And I was like, "Yo, Ooh. this stuff's different, man." Ike, you better you better tell them. This it's different out here. Yeah, it's it's a whole different world, man. When, that we we're not living in your daddy's uh, college football era. No, not know that. It's a nah. whole and it's out in the open now too. Like it, it yeah, used to be back that. in the day. Not now. It's it, like I said, bro, bro had Tank, two Louis bags attached to each other. Ike, the 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 Auburn football team on um, Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby started a a car club with the Auburn football team. Like, that's how crazy, like, he's on his Instagram, like, showing all the cars, like, in a row out there. I was like, yeah, y'all, 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 it's, it's, it's a whole, it's, it's a, we, we, we've transitioned into something else yeah. now when you're just like, oh, yeah, these are cars for the people. It's like, yeah, man, these kids wasn't, can't afford no car, man. I, I know where some of y'all grew up. That, you, right. you can't afford that, fam. So, right. yeah, NIL yeah. Is, is got y'all in a whole different little situation. Buying, buying trucks for their family. I know uh, yeah. one of the safeties, he bought, um, he already bought a car, and then he bought, like, a, a car for his mom and dad, like Jeep, something like the big boy joints. Like, and what's crazy is they're probably not me. really paying for these joints either. Like, somebody's like That's gifting not. them these cars. Yeah, yeah. They tax write-offs for the for the dealerships is what they are. They're like, yeah. however they're doing it, they're doing it, and it it is what it is. It's crazy though. I saw it in person finally. Yeah, nil is real. It is wild times. Real. Yeah. Now, N- nil might be real, um, but. It ain't necessarily helping people play better in some of these games. We're going to talk about uh, Arkansas and the collapse 
that happened in that game right after we get back from this break. Y'all listening to the Amen Corner. All right, man. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna round this whole little situation off talking about. Well, we still got to talk about the playoff a little bit, but let's let's talk a little bit about Arkansas and their bowl game. Kansas almost almost came back and won this. So let's 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 be for real. Like Arkansas, I feel like is gonna be in trouble next year. Like I don't know how good Arkansas is gonna be next year. Um. But this wasn't a good look for them, like, almost giving this game up. Did you guys watch this game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched I uh, some of I watched the week early well, on. I, then I came back. I was like, wait, what? The, what? That's exactly. <laughs> what? That's, that's about where I was with it. I was watching it a little bit because I was at the uh, Auburn basketball game last night. Um, and then I started we, watching it once Twitter started going crazy about it. Yeah, then you get back and you it's like, what? what? It's almost tied what what do you mean they almost tied the game up and then you, they tie the game up and go to overtime and then arkansas had this game won in the overtime forced to fumble and they got a freaking uh targeting penalty on yeah. the call that gave a first down and i was just like yo this is this is nuts this is absolutely nuts sam Pittman, god bless that man he has he has yeah. a really tough job he has a tough job because Arkansas's fans' expectations of what they think their program is versus what their program actually is versus the job that Sam Pittman has to manage those expectations. Because you think about this, Arkansas, they thought they were going to be like the upset guys in the West this year. And they, they I was were at, for a little bit. I was I at mean, SEC Media Days. I yeah. heard all the buzz around Arkansas's team and how much they were hyping up Arkansas to be the team in the West. And it just ain't worked out like that. Last year, and then coming into this year, yeah. I I thought they were going to – and then the transfers, remember, they were first. Like, they were the first team to really get those transfers coming in early. Like, yeah. you know, they got the, uh, the kid from Bama. They started getting the uh, couple transfers. Uh, that, what, Hazelwood, I think. Yeah, Hazelwood, Hazelwood. It was Hazelwood like – Georgia, yeah. I was like, oh, this Arkansas team, with the quarterback they have and the, the way they play, yeah. I, so, I, I – I'm not a big I, – I, so here's – I guess this is why I'm not a big K.J. Jefferson guy. I got so sick of him trying to compare him to Cam Newton. And I was just like, he's not uh, – like, let's, let's settle. Let's, let's settle down. Settle good. down a little bit. He's not Cam Newton. He's good. good. He's just Cam, a big black quarterback. Cam, Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally the only comparison you have is their size, bro. Like, Cam Newton is different. Like they're not no no that's not he's not Cam Newton bro Cam is he's not different. Cam Newton but he's good he's decent I mean he's I would good take, but Cam Newton's take, generational of course yeah yeah what I'm saying you wouldn't take KJ next year uh, you're, you're lying you're lying you're you're lying before the Lord right now if you say I that. don't know because I just he don't he doesn't impress me with his ability to throw the ball. Oh, he so his, Q, his his QBR of eighty one point three twelfth in the nation twenty four touchdowns. Only five interceptions that, that doesn't do it for you. It doesn't, no, it doesn't it really tickle you. No. It doesn't. Really I was going to bring in the numbers. <laughs> no, I'm, so uh, listen, man. I'm, I'm, I, mm. I, I, I trust my eyes more than I trust any stats that you're going to throw out at me. I watch KJ mm. Jefferson struggle to make routine throws consistently, and it's not like he's a first year player. If he were a first year player, freshman coming in, struggle to make routine throws, I'd say, okay, he has some maturation he needs to do. That's not his story. So. Now, the run game, amazing with K.J. Jefferson in there. And I'm not – and again, that's a far cry from saying K.J. Jefferson's not a good football player. I think he's good. I don't think he's great, though. And 
for him to be as touted as he is, I'm just like, I think y'all are overselling this a little bit to me. I think it's because his ability to run, he reminds me of like, not a lazy runner, but like he just gets there. Like it's not anything dynamic. It's just like yo, he he really broke for fifteen. Like these yeah, guys he definitely <laughs> he definitely has he like a like, very smooth running style. Where it's like I didn't even like, realize he was going that. Like, is he fast? Is he not like not it's one really. of those like uh, I, I do wonder what KJ's forty time is. Like I, I want to see him get clocked to see how fast like he's four eight right four eight four nine. I would think I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it looks it looks. It looks very slow on TV. When yeah. I'm watching, I'm like, how are the, how is he doing this? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he had 14 carries for 130 yards. I mean, he averaged almost 10 a carry. Like, yeah, he's a powerful runner. Yeah. Like I said, I just, I, I don't, I don't really understand it really how the physics of it all works, but he, he makes it work. Slow version of, of, he's like a slower version of AR. Like, yes, can't really that's throw. actually a very decent comparison as far just, as like his ability to throw the football. Yeah. yeah. Now, AR AR isn't as what? fast. You you think AR is very Wait, wait. Oh, this is great. This is good. This is an unplanned pivot right here. <laughs> so, who has the better upside for pro potential? Oh, okay. Yes, of course AR does. Yes. All all day. Yes. Why why who, are you saying that? I, though? Is it because of the athleticism? Me? Yeah, because the athleticism, because the untapped potential because Florida couldn't get it out of them. Who gave who gave their most? To their program, KJ Jefferson. Who would I want? Oh, easily. Leading, who yeah, would I want easily. leading my college program? KJ Jefferson. Who is? Oh, really? Over you, AR. You would, you would you would rather take KJ if Jefferson? If they're both coming in as freshmen, and you yeah, had so, the player, oh, yeah, this, this is an even better one. You're you're the you're the, the guy who does all the recruiting stuff. So you have an opportunity to recruit a kid out of college, uh, out of high school for your team. You're taking KJ over AR. Okay, so so okay, so do we know what we know now? Yeah, they're both like AR. I mean, what, what not do we know accurate. now? What, what, what do, do we know, we know now? now? KJ Jefferson's gonna—he—he he is a dog. He's gonna put it out there on the field for you. Like he is. You don't think AR would? No, absolutely not. Oh, no, he I was mean, hurt AR, most of the season before. KJ AR, like broke his ankle and came out and played. Man, K, no, KJ AR, is a AR dog. was held. AR was held back. Napier came out and said that we held him back. Like we told him not to run because we didn't have the depth behind him at quarterback. So if he got hurt or twist anything, it was a complete wrap. So they're like, look, so try to work from the pocket at last resort run. So the first half of the season, a lot of those games, the Kentucky game, um, I forgot the game after that, but he didn't run when he could have really run. Bro, all day, night, twice on Sunday, I'm taking KJ Jefferson as my college quarterback. Now we're talking pros, I'll take AR. But KJ is a dog. The other, the other guy who I think should enter his name in the portal immediately from that game last night, and I was saying it before that game last night, is this uh, Jalen Daniels kid. Jalen Daniels look good. Is it, is it Jalen? I, I don't know Jaylen. if it's Jalen. It is L-O-N, so it might be It's L-O-N, so I don't know how it is. Jalen or Jalen. Bro, that yeah. kid right yeah. there yeah. single-handedly took this Kansas program, flipped it upside down, yeah. and is – I mean, he's only six foot two fifteen. He's from California, so there's no strong ties from what I can tell. I'm doing my research What on. year is he? Yeah, he's only, he's a junior, so he's got he's got he's one got more like, year. Yeah, at least Or you more. could do two. two yeah. But, I mean, this kid – I like this kid a lot, man. Yeah, That's the and one that started he's, he's the season, right? Yeah. He's the one that yeah. started the season and got hurt. Yeah, and then yeah. he got hurt. Yeah, He's a baller for sure. Hey, yeah, man. I like that kid. Hugh Freeze better pick up that cell phone, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, for real though, for real listen. though, that kid in Hugh Freeze offense would do Nuts. work. Nuts. Would be 
stupid. Oh, man. Like somebody need to somebody need to hire me as like a, a brother to the program. <laughs> like, look, man, hey, <laughs> man, I, I'll get them there, man. Some, some, listen, let's <laughs> give me the duffel. A yep. a portion of what your job should be as someone who's working for an NIL collective is to watch bowl games and yep. figure out whose talent are we poaching. Yep. How are we gonna figure out hey, like hey man, just go figure out who his, his sister is? Yep. And you don't, yep. We don't want to talk to him. We just want to talk to his auntie or something. Does his girlfriend go to Kansas? Right. No? Like somebody. Let me right. talk she to somebody to who knows him. He got a little uh, brother that's coming up. That's some, right. bro. Some. Like you got to <laughs> figure Kim this Dici. out, man. Pull a Kim Dichi real quick and, and yeah. offer a little brother or something like that. Or bring a, big bring brother, a whichever one it was. Bring a Fields. <laughs> like, yeah. your, your sister plays softball, right? <laughs> she plays softball, right? Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Put her on a spot. Jalen if I was him, I don't think your stock can get any higher at Kansas. I put my name on the portal, and I think I would. My first call would be to Auburn and be like, "Hey, Hugh, I'm yeah. that guy for you." That'll that'll because. put you in a different situation for sure. Like, there's not a lot of programs where you could walk in day one and have a shot at the job, and that team be as high profile. Like, it oh, just yeah. ain't. No. It ain't. It ain't a lot of situations out there. Like, Florida might be one, yeah. but like. What, what do you know about that offense that's going to put you yeah. in that kind of situation? Florida, Florida just has a placeholder. We're just yeah. trying to fill a fill a gap. But like this is a a perfect. This will be a perfect it, mover. It, Wrangler is, is Hendon Hooker coming back next year? No, man. The man's no, twenty five. Like oh, that's man. right. He's out of eligibility. So Tennessee yeah. would be another place where you could go. They got Nico's uh, already. They got, at, Nico's already at practice. Yeah, they got Nico. <laughs> they got Nico, the five star kid that they gave a bunch of money to, and then they got Joe Milton too. They still got Joe uh, yeah. Milton. I, I thought I thought the first name you was gonna say was Joe Milton. That's another kid I'm not super high on, but I I think Joe could slam that thing a little bit. He's got a big arm, but yeah, I don't love yeah. his decision making. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I'm not I'm not high on him, but Nico could give him a run for his money. <laughs> All I'm saying is Jalen Daniels, come on down, man. You're the yeah. next you're the next superstar. Get out of Kansas, bro. <laughs> you're yeah, not bro. playing basketball. Yeah, like, man. It's the first bowl they've been in, I think, in like since. 20 years Forever. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long yeah. time. Get up out of there, bro. You're, 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 not, the, you're you, not the guy you, that's going to get found to be the first round, the first overall pick, and he nah. went to Kansas. It's not a yeah, – Just get up I, out of there I and go, go get, go get a quick bag, man, because you might not be in the league, but you can go get a bag. So, Yeah, yeah I, if I were him, I definitely would look into it. Look, if Sam Hartman is out there putting his name out there, you might as well do it too, bro. So Sam Hartman at Notre Dame, we didn't even talk about that, man. That – that's where it's leaning to. That might be uh might be a little match made in heaven. Just saying. Yeah, that looks Notre like Dame started situation. looking good at the end of the year. They yeah, get that, a quarterback. That's a good situation for Sam Hartman. I'm not mad at that. Um, he should have been a Gator, bro. <laughs> the um these teams in the ACC cannot hold on to like I'm Drake May is the only person got loyalty over there in the ACC, man. <laughs> I like to see the fine print on that loyalty. <laughs> I like to see the fine print, the deposit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What does the deposit slip look like for sure? Jeff Sims, uh, Jeff Sims left Georgia Tech and went to Nebraska, right, bro? Like the ACC cannot hold a quarterback, man. Like Sam Hartman bounced on him. Uh, Jeff freaking, Sims did. Yeah. What's what's your boy's name? Um, uh, Leary uh, from North Carolina oh, State. Oh yeah, went to Kentucky. Bounce. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like they just can't. They can't keep any quality quarterback talent in that conference, man. Every wonder, time somebody hey. has a decent year, they're like, "All right, that was enough. I'm, I'm gone." Oh, this is a good one because they played. I think they. I don't know when you guys are hearing this, but they played this week. So, 
what is his name? Jordan Travis, the FSU quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if the next time we're doing a podcast next week, if uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you just if you just put that wish on him right there, because yeah. that might that's you, cool. if, that, that if, would that's, be crazy. Yeah, if he leaves, then bro, then, then you're really talking. I don't see him leaving because I don't think a program, a big enough program, needs him right now. Yeah, but I don't know that there's a bigger, a big enough program that would make sense. He's yeah. the guy at Florida State. He's the guy that brought them back from mediocrity to being a, a potential ten win team. Like that money's just sitting there. Like it's just sitting yeah, there. And next year, I don't know who's yeah. who's the quarterback at Texas right now. Quinn, Quinn uh, Ewers. Ewers. Quinn Ewers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he sees he's solid. Nah, he's he's got that job. Locked. Texas A and M. A and M, uh, ooh, that's a good one. Who is Tech? Is it? Um, it's got to be uh, w- w- uh, Connor Wickman. His, I mean, he was the freshman that started this year at the end of the season. And they lost Hayes King. He went. He transferred. Yeah, to Georgia Tech. They lost two quarterbacks. What about um, Max Johnson? Is he still there? Yeah, he probably still has another year of eligibility. Uh, I don't see him on their. Ro- so the only quarterback on uh, rlads.com, which is normally up to date, is Connor Wickman. There's. Mm. Quarterback, yeah. there's not a second string right now. Uh, wow. on there. jeez, talk about wow, boy. Talk I'm not leaving turning. Florida State to go to AM, <laughs> absolutely not. Hey, Jimbo did it <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he got that, he got that check. You give me a hundred yeah. million, I'll leave too. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Texas ransom, them, bro. Uh, they can't pay to that headache. They, they, are, they are down bad right now, man. Here, I'm they looking. I'm looking right now. Offense. Yeah. Um, where, did, where did Texas A&M close this uh, recruiting cycle? Uh, they were they were top ten. They were top ten. They might have been top five, actually. No, they weren't top five. Were they not they top got, five? They got all of this okay. talent these last Georgia, two cycles, Bama. bro, and they are trash. They are not a Miami, good football team. Texas. Let's see here. Before we go, like recruiting, team rankings, uh, Texas A&M 2023. Like oh my goodness. Hold up. They're 14th. Wow. 14th. But they were like 24th before yeah. the signing day started. It was bad. Yeah, on signing day, they had uh, two four-stars, a three-star commit. Um. So they, they they closed off decent. I mean, but yeah, fourteenth. That's a, that's a drop from from uh, number last, one best ever recruiting last class. Year. Yeah, yeah. Goodness, yeah. I mean that that class. You could really look at that class like five years from now, ten years from now, do a thirty for thirty, and be like, where did these kids end up? Because I yeah. guarantee you, probably half this roster yep. or half this recruiting class will end up playing really somewhere. good college football somewhere. Yep, uh, and probably make the league. I mean, these are these are dudes, right? Oh yeah, they 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 got a lot of qual. But you know, you know who else is looking like they they gonna be looking a little funny in the light? Who's that? I don't know. Miami might be in that spot next Boy. year, bro. Miami Boy. might be looking very Texas A and M ish in about twelve I, months. I think, I think we. I think I said this before. I think we're gonna have a school like this every year. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we talked about one. this a little bit last. Time. We're gonna have one. I, I, I'm curious. Uh, we can do it for another episode, but I'm curious who our picks would be for next year. Mm. I'm curious. I want to. I want to. I think that's a that's a nice little segue, right, to the yeah. to the next episode. Who is going to be the next Texas A and M and Miami of yeah. 2024? Because there's yeah, going to be some, somebody's going to pony up and, and put some somebody's that, coming up. Because that money that you're putting into the team to recruit them, you're going to have to put double that to yep. keep them. Yep. 
So that's what, and that's I think was a And M problem. That money that y'all thought was going to have for the new team, no. Nah. Them dudes like, yo, if you want me to stay, I need the double whatever you was giving me before. I'm not, or I'm leaving. And that's the ransom when you play that money game, man. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. All right. Um, before we, l- l- final thoughts before we get out of here. You got a game coming up here soon. I don't know if we're gonna talk again before that game. Probably won't talk again before that game. But how are you feeling about the game uh, coming up? Yeah, I think I think the dogs have a good shot at it, man. I think they do. Um, six and a half point spread. I think they covered. I think I put my score prediction on uh, UGA forty two to twenty seven is what I said. Forty two. So yeah, I think I think they I think they dropped forty on them. I think they dropped okay. a little forty on them. Uh, and I said the biggest thing is um, Georgia. They play man coverage on the outside, man. They lead their corners on the island, and they're going up probably against the best, by yeah, far the best wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've played all year, so that's going to determine the game and how quickly we see Ohio State try to attack that uh, that man on man outside. If they don't go after it like from the beginning, from Jump Street, then you know I think Georgia could take a commanding lead. If they do go after it and start getting pass interference penalties, start getting in Ringo's head, start getting in Laster's head, I think this game could be close. But you got to really just rely heavily on those wide receivers, in my opinion. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. an interesting game. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. I, too, feel like Georgia is going to come out victorious in this one. I just don't know that Ohio State, from a toughness standpoint, I just don't see the toughness in that team. Like I feel like they're going to get hit in the mouth and they're going to be like, oh, wait a minute. I don't, I don't know if I was ready for this because I yeah. watched them play Michigan. <laughs> and yeah. them, rivalry, them rivalry games can be a little... But I'm saying, though, it was a rivalry too. game and you still got drugged, bro. Like, I just don't know yeah. if they're ready for that Georgia smoke, man. I just... Hey, I man, if UGA doesn't get at least five sacks on Ohio State, they will lose. Mm. Five sacks. I mean, but George is not really a team yeah. that has a lot of sacks traditionally, yeah, they though. Yeah, they they pressure the quarterback, but they, they don't pressure, sack him a lot. So if they don't get five sacks, they will lose. Mm. Okay. All right. We definitely gonna have to revisit that prediction. Hey, hey, right hey, there, hey make boy. sure make sure you hit up the producer and get that on like a little button so we can play that right at the beginning <laughs> of the show next week. We'll just replay it at the beginning uh, of the same. episode. Yeah. Hey man, I told the team, uh, I said, Hey, if Florida, if the quarterback um Jack Miller throws the ball more than 10 times, we were gonna lose. And that boy threw that thing about 20 times, and we looked Nuts! It it had been hilarious if he threw it like eleven times and they lost. <laughs> I try to tell you I that one that extra game, throw. Look, put that game in the, in them arms. It's a wrap. And guess what? <laughs> it was a wrap. <laughs> I'm That's, telling. You, I, I can't wait. Get that. Hey, Mister Producer, yeah, get that on the button. We're gonna have to definitely clip that when they have it ready, <laughs> yeah. bro. All right, man. Let's get out of here. First and foremost, Kenny B. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, T2T underscore KB. Uh, you can follow me at Toe to Toe Sports on YouTube. That's as simple as it sounds. Toe to Toe. All right, Paul, what's up? Talk to the people. And follow me on uh, Twitter at P Mahari, M A H A R R Y. And then uh, also come by the uh, post game overreaction show. We'll be doing it uh, Saturday night live from the bins. Uh, after the game, win, lose, or draw, we'll be live. So uh, come pull up on us over at uh, Georgia Bulldogs Football, UGA Sports on YouTube. Ike, what about you, my man? Indeed, it's Ike. It's TWR Ike Jones on Twitter. You can follow the War Report. You can look us up on YouTube. We are out here doing work, all things Auburn sports, man. We are out of here. Until next time, man, we will holler at you all 
And uh, just keep tuning in. Hey, man, hold on, hold on. Before we get out here, y'all make sure y'all go ahead and like follow all of these people on social. We keep giving y'all these social medias, man. Y'all follow us, man, so we can get our yeah, follows man. up. Yeah, I want. I, I I ain't part of the blue check game. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm you going to buy it though? You going to buy not it? Buy, I'm not buying it. I'm not doing that. I want to earn my I check. You know what I'm saying? So I heard Elon's not giving checks out no more, bro. Well, I don't, I screw it. Elon. He needs to go ahead and be a man <laughs> and let me earn my check, bro. Bro, I've been trying so long, bro. It's, just, it's not worth it. But yeah, give us all a follow, man. Until next time. Yeah, I, man. yeah. we out of here, man. We'll holler at y'all. Peace. Later. <laughs>